Welcome to Off the Newsroom Podcast. Don't have time to read? Don't worry, we'll fill you in. I'm your host, Kristen. And I'm Maria. And today, Maria is going to start us off with the national news. So yeah, guys, if you haven't, if you live under a rock and you haven't heard of this, apparently, migra- they're migrating children, you know, children who come in illegally, quote, quote, and cross the border. They've been migrating them from their homes, like their foster homes or where they're staying, Undercover in the darkness to a tenth city, a tenth city in Texas. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty insane. It's straight out of a video game, really. Yeah. So there's various shelters throughout the nation where they keep these children. There's one here in Florida as well. And in the shelters from Kansas and New York, hundreds of migrant children have been roused in the middle of the night in the recent weeks and loaded into buses in the middle of the night, guys, that's insane, with backpacks and snacks for a cross-country journey to their new home, a barren tent city in West Texas, in the desert in West Texas. So, I don't know if you know, but uh, most undocumented children are held here, that are held here by their federal agents are either in foster homes or, or shelters, and they're sleeping two or three to a room, and they receive schooling and, you know, legal representation in these tents. They don't. So they don't get any representation while they're living in these encampments. No, they're actually given like a workbook to work on, but no one's looking at them to like, you know, complete their homework or do their schooling. It, it literally operates like a pop-up city. So they're just going to kind of put into like this space where no one really yeah. looks at them. It, essentially, it's... For them. Mm-hmm. It's a few. It's like about 35 miles southeast of El Paso on the Mexican border, and it has portable toilets. Apparently, the tents are air conditioned, and they all vary in sizes. And there is like recre- recreational and medical care. But this was only this tent city was only supposed to last for 30 days in June, with a max capacity of 400. However, it's expanded to house over almost 4,000 children, and it's expected to continue on till the end of the year. Wow. You know, it sounds a lot more like to me like history is sort of repeating itself a bit. Like it reminds me of like the Japanese internment, how they talked about, yeah, yeah. you know, how they put people in camps for for no reason. <laughs> I mean, the reason was because they needed to, you know, stop them from right. caring during the World War Two. They needed to stop them, you know, from, you know, promote giving like sensitive USA information to the Japanese because even though some of them were born here and they had Japanese ancestry, they were still considered Japanese. It's a lot what's happening now with like yeah. Hispanic people who've lived here all their life, but God forbid since they look Hispanic, they're Mexicans. Yeah, and I don't understand how like the endangerment, like how children can be a harm because they're children. They really are children. You know, I I, I don't. I remember a while back that they were talking how. Uh, a child died, a toddler died under their care. Like the US government's care, a toddler died. Like, what do you have to do to kill a toddler other than, you know, not feed them and traumatize them and yeah, take them away from their parents? I'm, I'm actually, I know this is kind of cynical, but I'm surprised not more, like there hasn't been that many deaths. Have been reported? That have been smart, yeah, that have been reported, true. 
Mm -hmm. Another yeah. thing is that these children, they, the government admitted that they don't keep track of all the children, like not, not everyone has their photograph taken and their information taken down or the name of their parents. Wow. It's a mess. It's a huge mess. I'm, I'm surprised that no one's really taken, just taken like a closer look at it. Or maybe they can't, maybe they're being prevented from doing so. I, I've heard a lot about that part. You yeah, know. when I went to cover the uh, the rally that we were, the rally to telling the government agency here in Florida to stop keeping children separated from their families, one of the things is that they would not let reporters pass the gates at all. Okay, that makes sense. So, like, honestly, no one really knows what, what's going on in there. That's frightening. That's scary. It's literally the apocalypse. <laughs> it's the apocalypse. Except there's no zombies. Nope, nope, just regular people. I really hope things get better for these children. I can't just imagine no zombies. what they're Spooky. going through. <laughs> All right, so that was sad. <laughs> it really was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay because we're going to move on to something that's a lot more interesting. I don't know if it's fun. I feel bad for the uh, being that's in this next story. So we're going to move on to Florida Man State yes, News. I love Florida Man News. Tell me, what is Florida doing to us today? So a Florida man has been accused of shooting a cat with a crossbow. What? Exactly. I know. So in Bonita Springs, deputies arrested a man believed to have shot the neighbor's cat with a crossbow. So the neighbor, Dory LaPrior, hopefully LaPrior? I don't know. I'm really yeah. bad. I think it's a French name. Um, probably Loprior, lo uh, said she found a cat with an arrow um, in its abdomen. And after a lengthy investigation, detectives found enough evidence, a mini crossbow and several arrows in 65-year-old Mark Camel's home. Detectives also found a large amount of marijuana, about two pounds of marijuana in his home. Okay. And they charged him with animal cruelty, possession Good. of marijuana, possession of a controlled substance, and... He was taken to, to Lee County Jail. And then he was bonded out this past Sunday. <laughs> oh my God, is the cat okay? Yeah. So the cat, the cat's name is Daisy. Oh. Um, she was taken to a local animal hospital and she's expected to recover. Oh, so that's thank good. God. Yeah, I know. So she was punctured in the intestine. Oh my God. So I was just like, oh my God, what, like, is it dead? <laughs> like, is it, it does sound dead? like it's dead. You, you said that it's, sh it's shooting a cat with a crossbow. I mean, the poor thing. I don't know about you guys, but I play D&D, and cats have one hit point. Sometimes <laughs> two. So they, like, like, poke them and they die. Essentially, <laughs> yeah. I think they, like, a crossbow in D&D does, like, 1d4 damage. So, like, yeah. it doesn't matter how much you roll, the cat is going to die. Okay. Well, besides, like, all the nerdy stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Luckily, this is, you know, a real cat, and they... They took a hit and they're good. They're gonna be doing better. Well, Kitty cat. Poor Daisy. Prayers to Daisy for you know <laughs> surviving. <Five> prayers. <laughs> prayers to Daisy for surviving a crossbow attack. And do this man. Where did you get a crossbow? Right. Like do they sell it in Bass Pro Shop? Is that a thing? I guess it's a thing. You know, I don't. I, it doesn't say where they got the crossbow. Where the man got the crossbow, but. Like, it's very weird. It's a weird thing to oh, have yeah. in your house, you know. I know I know people with, like, swords because they go to Renfest, but 
Do you think the crossbow is from a run fest? Like Maybe it could be. <laughs> Possibly, yeah. Okay, so we have another Florida man story. Okay, tell me, tell me, tell me. So, a Florida man has been charged with practicing unlicensed dentistry for making grills. You know, the oh, ones, oh my God. you know, shiny teeth, that stuff. Shiny so 26-year-old 20, Alan Turner was arrested Friday for practicing unlicensed, unlicensed dentistry for making custom molds for dental grills. Um, he said he didn't think you needed a license for it. He said oh it's like super common, um, that he sees it a lot. So he was like, I didn't think I needed one. Who, who knew that you did? You needed a license to work on teeth? I mean, to be honest, I didn't think you needed a license to have a mold. But, you know, the more you know. He also said that he was fined $1,000 and he was arrested several weeks like later um, once the state attorney's office chose to file charges against him. He, and he said that business was booming for him on Facebook and that he charged customers several hundred dollars a piece. Wow. So he was making good money. Well, then he must have paid that fine real fast. He's like, here you go. These are the two like things I did. Yeah, he paid it off. And he says that he's not going to be doing it anymore because he's like, oh, I don't see anything in it. So I'm pretty sure that, you know, that arrest gave him a scare. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> scared him out, nope, to, out of no doing it. No more promoting on Facebook. I want to be promoted in, like, Facebook Marketplace. Custom girls. <laughs> <laughs> Just see, like, teeth, like, on a pedestal, like, right there. Essentially, yeah. Oh my God. So he still has a court hearing scheduled for October. So he's still not done yet. This still is oh, it. Well, yeah. As long as he learned from his lesson that you need a license for a lot of things here, actually. Yeah. Not to work on teeth on license. It's not that easy. Maybe he should go to medical school and become an orthodontist. You think he'll be ex inspired? Maybe. You never know. Maybe this would be his big turnaround. That's so hopeful. I think he's done. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hope for the best. Let's hope for the best. Right. All right, so what's next? Well, locally, we there's this Venezuelan woman who's trying to bring awareness to, you know, the human rights problems that is happening in Venezuela. So for those who don't know, Venezuela is suffering a lot of human rights problems, a lot of the population's fleeing, the government is hurting its own people. It became recently a socialist country, a dictatorship country, actually, under mm -hmm. Maduro. And... This woman, um, Patricia Andrade, he, she's a founder and a dictator of Venezuela Awareness, which is her group where she promotes democracy and human rights and denounces to the world human rights, like to the, denounces to the world human rights organizations that they aren't helping Venezuela and there's all these continuous violations that occur in Venezuela and a bunch of torture, executions, illegal imprisonment, and nothing's being done about it. What's interesting is that she's actually she was a lawyer in Venezuela with an international diploma in human rights and was accredited by the U.S. Immigration Service as an expert witness in case of political asylum. So she, she knows her stuff. She, not only is she from there and suffered things in Venezuela, but she she's also has her degree to, you know, to back for them. Yeah. yeah. And to help them out. So part of her organization is that she helps Venezuelans who are freeing, like fleeing their country and being persecuted by their political you know, ideals on Maduro and the government. And she says she expects more immigrants to continue coming to South Florida. And according to her, all the information indicates that the situation in Venezuela only promises to get worse. And I agree with her. It's, I don't know about you, but I'm Venezuelan. 
and my, my aunt, most of my family. <laughs> That's right, because we're friends. <laughs> most of my family is still there. Like ninety percent of my family is still wow. there. We just hear all these horror stories of like escasez, which is droughts. No, that's not droughts. No scarcity. Thanks. Scarcity. Bilingual problems. <laughs> um, and it's just horrifying. Yeah. Actually, when I went there like five, ten years, five years back, um, I was at my grandma's house, and there was these loud, booming noises. And my grandma tells me. It's fireworks. Turns out they were gunshots. So, oh my gosh. Um, it's intense. Scary. And according to Miss um, Patricia, from January 2014 to June 30th, there has been, in, 20, in 2016, there has been 5,853 arrests were registered. According to a forum by the Venezuela Critical Forum, Criminal Forum, sorry, and I, I just wonder how many of those registered arrests are real. I, I feel like there's a lot more. Yeah, there probably is a lot more. Like those That's numbers. That's such a low number for two years. Only five, like almost six thousand people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fishy. It's definitely fishy. Kind of like taking poor children in the middle of the night to a tent city. Hmm. Very fishy. Very very smelly. <laughs> God. The world in the world is. Upside down. Indeed, indeed, the world is upside down. Is upside down. Even Harry Potter is currently upside down. Yeah, so, I mean, we're late on, like, the book bandwagon. Last week was banned book week, and we're late on that. I'm talking about books. (laughs) (laughs) We should have talked about this last week. But um, there has been, um, recently, uh, there's been a recent trailer there's well, been Fantastic a trailer that Beasts. has yeah for Fantastic Beasts, Crimes Crime of Grindelwald. Grindelwald, and a trailer came out um, revealing the uh, Voldemort's the past of Voldemort's pet snake Nagini, and fans were they had comments. On they the, were not kind comments. Yeah, not so kind. Kind comments. There's been a mix, but um, we're gonna look at the not so nice comments. Yeah. I'm- I understand, but I'm confused by them. So people on the internet, especially Twitter, are complaining that J.K. Rowling is promoting slavery, and they're unhappy that um, Nagini, who is now like a slave because she's pretty much owned by Voldemort, is racist because they casted a Korean. So this female, this this Korean Mm -hmm. is Nagini, which that kind of makes sense because Nagini does sound like a foreign name. Mm-hmm. And Jake Rowling is racist for cast for promoting female slavery and making it a person of color. And she said that she's been holding on to the secret for years. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't look good when when you put it like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if she was actually Korean from the from the this very start because a lot of Harry Potter characters like ninety five percent of. A lot of Harry, a lot of J.K. Rowling's characters, ninety-nine percent of them are white. Right. And, and if you read through them, she actually doesn't ever describe their skin tone or their ethnicity other than Ron. Mm-hmm. So that's why there's been, that's why uh, a black person has been casted as the lead for Hermione in the mm-hmm. play. No one says in in the book it doesn't explicitly say, like neither Harry's or Hermione's, you know, background. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I understand the flack. But I don't agree with it. 
we don't know enough about Nagini's origin story yet to, to to really start judging from a trailer, right? Yeah. It's not even a trailer. It was a trailer, and then afterwards, it was like a press conference revealing the actress. Right. Yeah. I remember saying, like, she was, like, nervous, and it's like, am I supposed to say it? Am I supposed to say who I am? Yeah. And it was really cute, but then people, you know, they turned sour about it. It's like the whole um, Dumbledore controversy saying that it was never explicitly said that he's gay. Yeah. But to be fair, guys, Harry freaking Potter is stupid. Like, come on, guys. He cannot see 10 feet. What about naive? <laughs> like, he's, he's pretty naive. I mean, like, his best friend had a pet rat, and he had a map that said where people were on, like, on Hogwarts, and he never, like, realized, you know, hey, like, my best friend's rat has a funny name. <laughs> Harry is stupid. Like, come on, guys. I think J.K. Rowling gets a lot of flack because she's, she's right-leaning. And most of her fans are left-leaning. So, yeah, they're mostly liberals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that should be enough to, you know, give her so much. Yeah, people, people on social media really like to reach, you know. I don't mm-hmm. know how their arms don't hurt from reaching that far because because <laughs> that's pretty far right like yeah to to think that you know this character is this way because of this and i mean i don't know all the details to say because maybe someone could argue that here's the proof yeah one of the biggest arguments that it's um slavery is because in the books not in the movies in the books Voldemort would tell Wormtail, which is ron's rat <laughs> um to milk nagini i don't milking a snake is really hard i don't think you, you're able to milk a snake i think maybe she meant milk the snake with its poison fangs but probably probably because they're a reptile <laughs> yeah and there was an image that someone drew years ago of you know the really deformed growing Voldemort tiny baby body right drinking milk out of nagini's Milk. <laughs> so can I not say nipples on the podcast? She was, Voldemort was drinking milk out of Nagini's, the snake, it's nipples. But that, that's like breastfeeding, yeah. Weird. It is, it is. I think there should be more controversy, and everyone stopped talking about it, that Johnny Depp is still casted in the movie, even after the allegations of being an abusive ex-husband. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's more important. I think it's more relevant mm-hmm. than talking about this kind of like fictional thing that's going on because yeah. there are, you know, there's there are books that have you know, racist characters and stuff like that and that's part of the book. So what's the like what's the point of all of yeah. the the issues that that people are making out of it? I agree. I am I'm angry at Jacob Rowland for excusing Johnny Depp. I am indifferent about the Nagini. <laughs> Same. I'm actually excited. I want to see what's going to happen. Same. Let's go together. Let's do it. High five. Yay. Okay. So that is all we have for the show today. Make sure to go to SFNS online on your downtime. There's lots of news to catch up on. Email us at sfns at fiu.edu with any of your questions. I'm Maria. And I'm Kristen. And this is Off the Newsroom for SFNS signing off. But for today's quote, now books are becoming like drugs. You have to 
you have to have your book band dealer. Quote from activists in Kuwait for the anti-censorship group, Hindi Francis, criticizing Kuwait's government for having banned over almost 5,000 titles since 2014, including Disney's version of The Little Mermaid. No! I'm pretty sure Harry Potter's definitely banned Oh, there. for sure. Yeah. Bye! All right, then. Bye, guys. <laughs>